Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your humble host, Anthony Maldonado, loving this game of fantasy football, as always. Joined by two of my uh, all-time favorite people. You can't prove that. Uh, Mr. Taylor Strick, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm feeling festive because my wife has a problem and is setting up Christmas already, so... Yep, that's disgusting and wrong. Um, and then also joined by Mr. Brandon Murphy. How's it going, Murph? Uh, just football, man. Some 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 football happened this weekend, so I'm I'm excellent. Some prime time football. We, we some had great some stuff. great stories, man. I can't I can't wait to actually get oh. into our 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 best thing, worst thing, our buy sell, whatever we were to call this thing. But I mean. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna go with mine first because I let Taylor have the obvious one for this podcast, and Murph, yours kind of piggybacks off of his. I loved the Josh Dobbs story. I was watching Red Zone. I was over at at my in law at my brother in law's house. I was watching Red Zone, and I just remember watching the Hull, the quarterback who started the rookie, go down. I said, "Ooh, he got a big hit right there at the goal line." And then he comes out, and I said, who, who are they going to put in? And sure enough, Josh Dobbs, the guy who was traded to the team on, like, Thursday, right, or Wednesday, whenever the trade deadline was. I, it just I don't even know, days. You can't make it up. You can't. No. And, then, and then he comes in. He leads the Vikings to a win. Fantasy-wise, he scores 24.9 points. He's the QB5. On the week, he, he, he goes 20 for 30, 158 yards, two touchdowns, seven rushing attempts, 66 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. And he said in, like, interviews after the game, he's like, I don't even know the names of the guys I was throwing to. I, I mean, he was just basically out there playing backyard football. Just, I don't know where you guys are going to go, but I'm just going to throw you off the ball where I think you should be. And it worked out against the – hapless uh yeah Atlanta Falcons telling him the receivers were telling him what routes they were going to run yeah and the, uh, like what are y'all doing over it's, there on that side it, what are y'all it doing was over probably there on that exactly what happens in the huddle of my six-year-old's flag football team where the coach literally goes okay boys you are going to run this way you are going to run that way the quarterback you are going to go do this like that's probably what was going on in the huddle of an NFL game and just to watch it unfold and then to watch him lead them down the field and win was outstanding i mean one of the best stories um of the year but of course there's a better one and for that i turn it over to our bald commissioner yes how uh, how early did he get in the game dobbs it was in the first quarter i think second quarter yeah maybe? i don't think the guy made it a drive yeah he i, I think it was their opening drive or their second drive, maybe, okay, where they he, he went down and he was running for the end zone and just got popped. That's cool. Yeah. Cool story. Yeah. Well, like you said. But. Hometown boys is better. Um, and I imagine unless some of you guys are living under a rock and don't pay attention to football, y'all have probably seen this already. But that boy Stroud in his big day for the Texans. 470 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. And then I went and looked. I was like, okay. But he really didn't throw the ball that much. 30 completions. So that was about 15 and a half yards per completion. So not just everything, but he was throwing it downfield as well. And a solid 42 fantasy points for my team. Yeah, that that's a good one for you. Um, I think the favorite or one of the, the favorite stats I heard from this game was um, Nico Collins was the worst receiver in the game or you know the the worst of the two main ones of the main receiving threats he was wide receiver 11 on the week <laughs> he had 54 yards receiving three receptions uh and one touchdown he scored almost 13 points and he was the worst receiver out of the receiving team like that's insane and I don't know how you, you feel, Anthony, but looking back at just as our life as a Texans fan, anybody else in Houston, um, it's only felt this way once, and that was with, what's his name, Watson, 
kind 20, of 2017. Came. Exactly. Yep. First came on, he was crushed it. We actually had a quarterback. We had a glimmer of hope of a yep. team, and we haven't had that since. So. And it feels that way again. It's yeah, exactly. It's just like, hey, we're not, we're not, we're not. The yeah, worst. we're There's we're we're not we're not four or five years away anymore. We might only be one or two, you know, depending on what happens in the draft and what happens yep. in the off season. Like we actually feel like the front office isn't going to let us down over and over again. And like any game, it could be like, hey. He might win. It's not a – I'm going into this just watching yeah. fantasy football stats. And, and I, was, I was thinking about it, too. If the Texans hadn't come out and completely fallen on their face to the Panthers after mm-hmm. their bye, we would be 5-2 and two right now. Is that right? 5-3 and three maybe? What we're 4-3. We're four and, we're four and, four and four. three. No. I, I, I should no, know this. Nine, have we had our bye week yet? Yeah, we did have a bye week. So they played eight four games. Are we four and four? four? I think that sounds right. I'm confirming, but keep going. Well, we would have been five and three, which would have been a hell of a record to be compared to last year. Right. Um, but, of course, this game had just about everything um, highlighted by what Murph's about to talk about. So go ahead, Murph. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I appreciate that. I just I, I was trying to keep things concise for my favorite things, but uh, it it did happen. One of the things that wasn't during I got two things from both the Chiefs Dolphins game, but the, the one of the things that I enjoyed so much was a uh, Dare Angumawale. I love it when the kickers get hurt and they've got to put in guys that aren't kickers to kick. And the twenty nine yard go ahead field goal that was like. One of the highlights of uh, that was one of the things I actually caught live because I was kind of I was going to like a family lunch for on Sunday. The horrible planning. It's like a wedding during the fall, but um, <clears throat> and you know I had to uh, undrafted guy out of uh, Wisconsin, but like I had to I had to add a little a uh, little WNBA for you. His sister plays for the Dallas Wings, and she won the national title at Notre Dame. Hit. A buzzer beater to send it into overtime in the final four against Wisconsin. So the team that he played for then hit a game winner in that overtime to go to the, the national championship, and then beat. Uh, she beat to win the national championship. She beat South Carolina on another buzzer beater. But uh, so that family is incredibly talented. Got running backs out here kicking field goals, and sister Arike is hitting three buzzer beaters in one. Uh, final four but yeah that was that was one of the best things and then I have to mention because I love defensive touchdowns the Chiefs I love uh, the spirit of Ed Reed pitching the pitching the ball to the the guy getting tackled on defense after the turnover pitching the ball for a touchdown that was oh that warmed my freaking heart well for those of you who are still listening after all that WNBA talk we appreciate it and uh, yeah it's three uh, buzzer beaters I think yeah, you just named a whole bunch of WNBA stuff that I didn't know existed. The Dallas that Wings. That was a uh, college, but yes, she well, yeah, plays yeah. for the Dallas Wings right now. That's No, don't don't make don't make the tampon joke. Um All right, uh-huh. let's roll into our worst things. I think it's pads. You should know that. Well, You're some a of them have wings. The, That's all I know. The some store? Of them have, some yeah. have wings or something. I don't know. They're, um anyway tell you ask your wife ask your wife if tampons have wings this is not good podcasting i will not do that i I will not do that um i just want to see her in the background laugh her ass off god this is this is now my worst thing of this week is this conversation that's happening you're rolling Um, before i had to say something i don't even know rolling into our worst things um taylor Go on your rant about the, the you, you Dolphins Chiefs. Well. Please go you, on your rant. I went on a rant. You go on a rant. Fucking rant. So, obviously, Dolphins Chiefs, two of the best teams in the league. Dolphins put up, what, 70 points a few weeks ago. This should be an offensive explosion in Germany. Early morning game. It's a whole good time. So, I don't know who else. I know Corbin does it or who else does it. But the sleeper has the over-under, which, again, I've mentioned it before. But very fun. It does make the weeks more fun till this week so offense explosion i lose my ass tyreek hill 94 yards i feel like that's doable y'all can argue with me if you disagree but i mean he puts up 150 a week 
Dolphins kicker, seven fantasy points this week. I think you'd get two field goals and one extra point, probably. Travis Kelsey, Kickers. 77 yards. Dead, yeah, don't concern. Kickers. Kelsey, 77 yards. Next to shoe in. So I had those all spread. I made four bets. I had those three guys spread across three different ones. All of them went under, and I lost all my, or three of the four bets before noon kickoff. And there Furious. goes his kid's Christmas. Yes. Well, that's $5 bets. But each <laughs> one would have won like 80 So I was playing it smart, trying to be wise, and I saw two quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Each of them needs one anytime touchdowns. But, oh, they're two of the best quarterbacks. Of course they're going to get a touchdown. Murph and your boy Lamar can't manage to get a don't, single touchdown. Don't be mad at me because you're chasing. Don't be mad at Lamar because you're chasing. Chase. That was, I mean, that was just right there, and I could just pick it up and grab it. And I, was, I didn't feel bad about the rest because I still had that 20, it was 20 in, 80 out. I felt good about that one. So I got burned there too. Um, but – in researching this, anytime touchdown, FYI, if y'all ever do this, anytime touchdown is bullshit. Anytime touchdown for a quarterback is not a passing touchdown. So they should probably just. Oh, you sweet, my sweet summer child. It, it didn't help me because he didn't get any kind of touchdown. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known that. Any, yeah, if I'd been on the little eye, I'd be like, oh shit. So rushing touchdowns, anytime touchdown. So, yeah. But, but Lamar and, I mean, Jalen Hurts are still, that's still a really good bet. Yeah, it, it should have been – all of those should have been a shoe-in. And if someone was playing against, I don't know, say Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and they put up the performance they did, you'd think they'd have a really good chance. Uh, a little foreshadowing. Anyway, uh, Murph, take us, uh, take us through your worst thing uh, having to do with this, this same game, the Dolphins-Chiefs. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm kind of. I was trying to take notes and put down something for this instead of trying to remember the whole damn weekend before we before we sit down to do this. But Tyreek Hill coming out and talking all that mess against his former team, and then coughing the ball up. And yeah, I mean, and like I said, and my the play I enjoyed most out of the weekend, other than the running back field goal, was the touchdown that his fumble caused. Like just, it, I mean. I mean, I know he's not like out. I mean, he's probably out there being a tryhard, but Tyre, that's Tyree Kill anyway. But like, that's just that was gross. That poor bastard. I mean, in Germany, ugh. But um, also, one little dark side of the moon for the C.J. Stroud. God, all the good quarterbacks are in the AFC. This is ridiculous. I am not happy about this development for that reason alone. Like, I'm very happy for y'all, but, f- like, and, and it looks like, I mean, Caleb Williams has a good chance to come to the AFC, too. It's like, I just, I don't I don't like any of this, none of it. Who would be the AFC, or somebody, who would be the AFC team to get him? I I was thinking. I mean, it seems like more so than Caleb Williams. It seems like there's going to be a good quarter, more good quarterbacks this year. Yeah. And and who knows? Like, I mean, the Jets could get somebody. I'm worried the Dolphins are going to get somebody that's actually really capable. Hmm. But I would like to see like a mass exodus to the NFC. Like this is, I don't like it at all. Well, free agent quarterbacks would be smart to do it, but we've been saying that for years. And they still keep signing yeah. with AFC teams, and it yeah well, it does make them real quarterback heavy in the AFC. But I mean, I mean the guys that are moving are Ryan Tannehill, NFC, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's true. Jacoby Brissett, you know. Yeah, you're not going to have very many barn burners. I guess Kirk Cousins would have would have led the quarterback uh, free agent class this year, but probably not anymore. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, my worst thing was just Monday, Monday night in general, like, you know, it's first day of work of the week for most of us. It's, it's Monday. Like nobody likes Monday. You come into Monday night and what do you got to watch? You got to watch the chargers take on the jets who have, and I know it was because of Aaron Rodgers have way too many, um, and primetime games, like way too many. I know it's disgusting. Like, Zach Wilson can't play football. He was sacked five times, and every single time, I mean, he just held on to the ball. I, it, was, it, was just, it was ugly. Um, and there are lots of other reasons why I hated Monday night. 
has, has there been a good primetime game? I mean, Detroit and the Chiefs, the very first game of the season, it was kind of sloppy, but I, yeah, that one was, I that can't one recall like wire, a but... good primetime game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't yeah, think. I, mean, I could probably look back and we could probably find one, but nothing. Maybe not prime mind, time, but yeah, especially like a, a Monday night, like a Thursday I mean, night. There hasn't a, been a good Thursday night, but no, a Monday night this, or yeah. a Sunday night. But I'm but sure Monday we're forgetting night something. Was terrible, um, especially when your kicker comes up <laughs> two points short. Gotta love them kickers. Let's roll into. Uh, let's roll into. Oh, it's the first matchup. I should have known that. Let's roll into our matchup recaps of last week, starting with Dad Chokes uh, being taken down by Hard R, and one that uh, I just you know I don't I don't know what else I I have to do. I know what how to pick them. Yeah, go ahead, Murph. I mean, I I mean it's this is a it's a butt puckering matchup of the week right here. And like Anthony said, it came down to his kicker coming up just two one one nineteen yard field goal short. I mean anything would have got it done, but I mean you kinda you kinda you kinda got lucky with I mean that's you with uh who had Tucker and uh no, freaking Cody. Justin Tucker and Baltimore's defense giving him dang near forty points. It's uh yeah, it just wasn't a good day for you, man. Tyreek Hill under nine. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey under three. three. Alvin yeah. Kamara, nine points. That's his entire team, and somehow I lost. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It, it really came down to Baltimore's 30 points from Baltimore's defense and Justin Tucker. You got a paltry 15 from four from the highest scoring defense in the, in the game. I knew that Ooh. one was going to be rough. I was just hoping for a fluke you know, pick six or something. But I knew that Whoa. matchup was going to be rough. They're going to be real good going forward, but it was the rest of them. Like, I had no other options. Yes. Ironically, if I would have played Miles Sanders, yes. I would have won. But how the hell am the I going to play – how the hell am I going to play Miles Sanders? Like, how's that going to happen? That's slippery little dick. Okay, can we know. be done with this one? I'm done with this one. I'm done with this We're year. done with this one. Um, let's roll on. Taylor, you get commissioner's pet. Oh, wait, and uh, we all picked Cody, so at least I got a little bit of joy yeah. out of that. Woohoo! Um, yeah. Taylor, you got Commissioner's Pet taking down Murphy's Law, 121 to 90. So, yeah, this one is kind of how I was more expecting it. Murph, I think maybe you picked Matt, too, so I don't know if you're kind of expecting the same. But yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> you, you're wild last week. But, I mean, Matt's team just keeps rolling. I mean, 26 again for Jalen Hurts. Mostert with 15. Kenneth Walker only had two, so that was a good chance. But well, C.D. Lamb, yeah, that's true. C.D. Mm-hmm. Lamb put up 22. He's still rolling. Saints D, which was a great pickup by him, got the 15. So that helped lead him. Lamar with his no touchdowns that we covered earlier, only 12. <laughs> Cook with six for Murph. He didn't so. play the fourth quarter. They, did they pull him? Jeez. I didn't track that game. Was they like pulled him, yeah. Six or something, right? It was seven. It was like seven to seven the whole first quarter. I was like, "All right, this is going to be a tight game. Lamar's going to score some touchdowns." Nah, he was done after two more quarters. Yeah, I was unhappy as well. With and all of our big plays were like long runs by yes, not Lamar. Yes, that, uh, that rookie <laughs> running back with what like oh, uh, oh, Mitchell. Keaton carries. Mitchell, man, dude yeah. was a, he was electric. As a Gus the Bus owner, I did not enjoy that. I but, bid uh, oh, shut up. $9 in another league I'm in for him. Um, but it's say uh, your top performers, Aaron Jones, Stephon Diggs, they got you. Was that Man, how TV? worried are you about Devontae Adams? Yes. I'm worried for I you. I am uh, fully, fully worried. I'll trade fully you, torqued. I'll trade you Miles Sanders for him. That's five straight single-digit weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I have to one. hope, like, I mean, the only thing I that gives me hope is that in the locker room, he was standing right next to Pierce, and he was just like, he was actually engaged. He had a little smile on his face. I'm like, all right, they are going to get Devontae Adams involved coming up. So that's all I'm thinking. 
I don't know. Jimmy G just has no anticipation, and those are kind of Devontae Adams' bread and butter. Hindsight, Murph, I was so mad at you at the draft when you took him the pick before me, and I got stuck with Waddle. In the beginning of the season, they were still – one was doing poorly. Yeah, I mean, definitely Waddle's definitely coming on now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's roll on. Next matchup, I got Foot Buckerson taking down Chases on the case, 110-74. to 74. Um, Taylor, you and I both picked Corbin on this one. Murph was believing in Chase, and unfortunately that was not the case. Um, that was not. Wordplay. <laughs> lost my matchup. There it is. All right. So Chase did get some pretty big games from Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, 15 points, and then nobody else really. Um, really bad game. He started um, Ingram from the Cardinals. That was really dumb against Cleveland. And, uh, and then Jamar Chase and Puka Nakua combined to go barely over 10 points. Um, that's been his bread and butter week in and week out. So when that happens, it's going to be a rough week. He also suffers a Dallas Goddard injury um, gone for the for the season. Um, so that'll, that'll hurt Chase. On the other end. I don't um, think he's gone for the season. I think he is. It's in a few weeks. For Goddard? Yeah, I thought he was having like surgery. He had he surgery. Like, he had surgery day before yesterday, and he it said a few weeks. Oh, I thought they were putting him on the IR. I thought he was going to be done. Nah, I don't. I don't, I don't even know if they put like him on the short IR. Well, Chase dropped him, so y'all can grab him. Um, on the other side, Corbin got I think some it matters how big games deals. from Josh Jacobs, twenty-one points. Deontay Johnson, eighteen points. Uh, Taysom Hill. 18 points and Nico Collins again the worst uh, receiving option in Houston for almost 13 Um, he overcame Justin Herbert only scoring seven points so he's got to feel good about that win Um, all right let's move on Murph tell us about little Dan taking down out the ass 93 to 77 (laughs) wild card Wow, yeah, you did. You were the, the lone person to pick Dan here. I felt I uh, felt good about this one. I hope Dan and Drew, we're gonna we it. are gonna roast you. You know that, but like I felt good about this pick. Yeah, I mean Dan had to start a wide receiver on by He didn't have I to, mean, he chose to. Which oh, is I guess another he question. Elijah Moore, but yeah, well he did he, he I would say he made a good tight end decision, but he actually started the lower scoring of the tight ends on his roster with Cole Komet only giving him 20. But, uh, yeah, when Cole Komet outscores everybody on Drew's team, you know, <laughs> that's uh, that's not – Drew, you're not going to have a good day, you know. Oh, I, I got a bad But, yeah. Sense. Didn't I roast Drew for the whole Komet thing two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, now this. Now he, now he gets buried. By you mentioned that. Cole Komet scores like, more points Cole than Com- Drew's quarterback. Yeah. Drew did get zero points from Mike Thomas in his flex spot. So, yeah, it was just a, you know, his three triple-digit scores were 19 with Baker, and then Derrick Henry got him 17, and then Njoku got him just over 10. I mean, that's not... It's not ideal when you're going up against Dax, almost 30, and then Cole Komet, badass with 20. That's just a bad, a bad game from his from his team. You know, it's hard to overcome that. Let you down, Drew. Almost 20 points under projection. All right, and uh, as I so proudly stated in the beginning, you both y'all went with Drew, and I believed in the wild card. Went with Dan. Wow. Um, Congrats. Thanks. Taylor, tell us about this team has downs taken down repent offenders. 101 to 99. This game and watching your kicker on Monday night. Yeah, it was a boring game. Yeah, Monday sucked. But it made it fun to watch. Just watching. (laughs) For who? (laughs) For anyone that wasn't involved in this game. For anybody that didn't have the last name of Maldonado. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to any of that. Oh, that was. Well, I guess I look at who I picked because I always want to beat y'all, so I'm tracking on who's going to win. No. But Eckler versus the Chargers on this one and then Dicker versus Cody on yours. It was it was a good time. Um, but needless to say, this one definitely was the closest matchup within two points. Um, Josh 
barely squeaked by on Charlie, led by Stevenson, which 21 points. I don't think he was doing that good this year. Any He's not. Though? He had a 60-yard yeah. breakaway run for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah. yeah. They're also giving him more work the last few weeks. They should have been. He's a good player. Six, seven, well, they're not good, though. No, oh, no, they're not good. And then let's see from his receivers. He had seven points from his two receivers and his flex. That's brutal. But when you have a defense that puts up 30 with eight sacks, three fumble recoveries, and a touchdown, which Anthony alluded to this, so that'll that'll help you squeak by. On the other end, Charlie had Carr, JT, Eckler. They all did good. That's about 50 points between them. And then 19 for you. I know we had some good covers yeah. this week, but damn. But basically, what it boiled down to. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. <laughs> On Monday, it was literally it was Eckler for Charlie trying to. Uh, actually, it was I guess in, he had the lead. He had the lead. He had Eckler. He just had to maintain the lead, and then Josh charged something back like with 30 yeah. The defense. It, it was a done deal. Yeah. I mean, it was done. Yeah, it was crazy. it was Eckler versus yeah. the Chargers D, yeah. and then the first drive of the game or second drive or something, and the Chargers get a, a defensive touchdown, and then it was just yep. just Zach Wilson. It, it was it was horrible. Five sacks. Um. Eight. Eight. Eight sacks. Eight sacks. Three Five. forced fumbles, and they oh. got all three of them. Yeah, that's that, – that, and at the very end, too, because Charlie was texting me at the end of this game, and we were just kind of sulking. But towards the end, <laughs> like, the Chargers ended up getting that um, that fumble and then turned it yeah. over, and, and they I thought they scored. Mm-hmm. Then they turned it over, and they were on the goal line. And then Eckler runs the touchdown in. And I thought, well, is that going to do it? And we look, and, and he's two points short. Or, or a point, yeah, two points short. Like it's, that, that was a crazy Dang. matchup. Um, all right, let's roll into our last matchup from last week. We've got Henson's Carpet Stains taking down the Strictator, 128 to 113. Um, man, bad week for the podcast, huh? Yeah, I love putting. It wasn't a great one. Those points. Uh, yeah, so Taylor, uh, forty-one, almost forty-two points from C.J. Stroud. Phenomenal. Uh, Barkley Phenomenal. getting his. Thank you, Barkley getting his projected at twelve and a half, twelve point eight. Gus Edwards two touchdowns again, seventeen points. And I mean, you had decent performances. Nine from McLaurin. Waddle had a bad game, of course. McBride came back down to earth with that oh, horrible, okay. Hang on. That horrible quarterback rookie quarterback. Yes, that was a Jesus. very, very bad, bad, bad quarterback. Uh, Pittman with 10. So, I mean, your team put up a, a decent amount. 113 is, is nothing to scoff at. Amari Cooper on the bench at 22 points probably would have helped you. But on the other side, Joe Burrow, 22 points. Looks like the, the Bengals are back. The Bengals-Texans game, not to get sidetracked. Is going to be a fun one to watch, I think. Uh, I if hope they, so. If they let Stroud just just go, so I need to borrow somebody's Texans gear. There you go. I'm sure you. I'm sure there's lots of people who will who will loan it to you. Um, Jalen Warren, Not now with the uh, big game on Thursday, 12 points. Um, Rashad White in that shootout against Houston, two touchdowns on the ground, 20 carries. Um, only 73 yards, but 20 carries, two touchdowns. Um, and he even had a bad game from Cooper Cup, only 48 yards. And uh, the Browns D, just two interceptions, shut out the Cardinals, seven sacks, a forced fumble. Um, yeah, that was that was a dominant performance from Henson. Highest scorer of the week. Yeah, I blame White. Highest scorer of the week. You sound like... <laughs> you sound like Eeyore reading that shit. I am a off. defeated man. I am a I defeated know, it's okay, man. Buddy. Come on over here. My 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 rage for kickers will never die. Um <laughs> let's read our uh let's read our regular season standings. So, in first place, Commissioner's Pet sitting at seven and two. Right behind him is Hard R also at seven and two. Um and then we have Lil Dan. All alone in third place. Can't believe it. Six and three. Um, and then Murphy's Law and this team has downs. Four and five at five and four. Um, the Strictator, Repent Offenders, Out the Ass, 
six, seven, eight at four and five. Henson's carpet stains. Dad chokes. Chases on the case and Futt Buckerson. Uh, that's eight. No, it's nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All at three and six. Um, and that is our standings. And now we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, don't you hate it when you get cut off in traffic? Or the steak you ordered comes out well done when you wanted medium rare? Or when you're listening to your favorite podcast and it gets interrupted by a long ad? Well, here at the Desktop GMs, we can't flip that guy off in traffic or cook you a perfect steak, but we can do something about the long ads. We cut a deal with this week's sponsor to keep the advertisement this week short and sweet. Kickers, they suck. Brought to you by Fantasy Football Players Against Kickers. Now back to the show. I love the PSA. I mean, as, as you know, Anthony, it's and not we're a, back. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a soapboxer like you, but, you know, I'm glad we can support, you know, and put a, let the, let such a fine agency put their mark on our podcast. Yes. Yes. Everybody, please go out and support Fantasy Players Against Kickers. They're doing great, great work. <laughs> Do you like that, Taylor? <laughs> that was that was good. She did that really well. Did she practice that? Um, I don't know who it is that you're speaking of because this was a paid voice actor. <laughs> um, extremely pretty paid voice actor. Uh, I will not tell you how we paid for it. Um, let's jump into next week's matchups. Um, all right. Now I'm all thrown off. Okay. That was so. Great. Thank you. I, I trying something different. Um, all right. So, looking at uh, last week, our predictions record, um, we are all mediocre, middle of the pack, five hundred. Well, pl- are we playing baseball? We're way better than mediocre. Well, that's true. It's it's better to go five hundred. But um, Taylor three and three. I went three and three. Murph went three and three. Overall, Murph is sitting at 30 and 18, Taylor 26 and 22, and uh, I, I love 500 because I am 24 and 24. Um, Symmetry. Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Murph, you get first pick. Uh, I like which, the way you which, think. Match, which matchup are you going to be watching this weekend? Anthony, I'm feeling biblical, so I'm going to go with a timeless tale of David versus Goliath. I'm going little Dan versus this team has downs. Which one's the... I got it. You don't mean fantasy, you mean physically. Oh, (laughs) hello. I was thinking too. I was thinking fantasy McFly, hello. (laughs) Okay, that was a fantastic reference, and I apologize for not getting it right away. It's Um, the largest man in the league versus the tiniest man in the league. That was good. That For was those good. of you that are, uh, you know, as my co-hosts are. Um, all right. Win it? <clears throat> let's, uh, let's break this one down. Sorry. So, quarterbacks, Brock <laughs> Purdy against Dak Prescott. Uh, running backs, um, we got Jamar Gibbs and Ramondre Stevenson against Brees Hall and any, anybody? Anybody? Anyone. I lost hmm. my place here. Hold on. Nobody it's on tough. the bench. Or uh, yeah, so, I don't yeah. see. He's gonna I mean, he's probably going to end up having to drop one of those tight ends. You would think, right? Um, yeah. Wide receivers, Marquise Brown and Zay Flowers against Brandon Ayuk and Juju Smith-Schuster. I didn't know he was back. Um, Sam Laporta against George Kittle, um, who is not worth Christian McCaffrey, FYI, Dan. <laughs> Uh, Najee Harris uh, against uh, Garrett Wilson in the flex. And Matt Prater against Patterson for kicker. And Raiders D, which is a great pickup, against the Niners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll go because I think it's straightforward. Um, I mean, the running back thing is, is obvious because he doesn't have one on his team left to grab one. But that paired with uh, Smith-Schuster – 
Josh all the way. I will have to agree with you. Yeah, Thanks, I don't Mel. think this one's don't think this one's going to go the way it went in the Bible. Yeah, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think. Uh, it you know, was, well, George Kittle is, and Dak could possibly win it for Dan, but I think the floor of Josh's team is just like, I mean, it's pretty high. Like, I think, I think his projection is low ball. I think he could score a hundred pretty easily. Yeah, I projections this year are wild. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I can. Uh, I can pull the wild card two weeks in a row with Lil Dan playing players on by. So, um, especially he doesn't have AJ Brown this week. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Josh. We're gonna sweep it. All right, Taylor. All right, Dan. Good looking out. <laughs> yeah. Flip uh, a coin. Taylor, you get the. Uh, Next matchup, who are you going to be watching this weekend? Let's do – I didn't think this one would be as interesting as, as it is, but let's do Cody at 7-2 and two versus Chase at 3-6. and six. Okay. Chase projected to win by 15. Yeah, well, that's what happens when the bye weeks come along. So we got quarterbacks Sam Howell versus Josh Allen. Running backs Zach Moss and Brian Robinson against Joe Mixon and David Montgomery. Um, Curtis Samuel and DeAndre Hopkins against Jamar Chase and Christian Kirk. Um, no tight end currently against Jonu Smith. Gross. Um, still better than Pitts. Alvin yeah, Kamara in the flex versus Jahan Dotson. And then Justin Tucker in the Ravens D against Tyler Bass and somebody to be named later. So he doesn't have he he doesn't have Hill or Kelsey this week. I think Chase might pull this one off. This is that's what's crazy is is Cody's team is Kelsey Hill and Camara and he's only got Camara. Zach Moss, it looks like Jonathan Taylor's finally back. So I think he's done. And we say this, and he's going to go off for like 20 (laughs) points. Um, I don't know if Will Levis can do what C.J. Stroud just did against Tampa Bay to help Hopkins, but it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Look, if you're trying to talk me into basically the Washington Commanders – Beating Josh Allen, Jamar Chase, and uh, yeah, no, it's not happening. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, and and even Baltimore against Cleveland. I mean, the defense might be really good against Cleveland, but oh my, I just don't it, look, see it. It could be a Justin Tucker game, and if if Justin Tucker and Baltimore's defense score like forty, like they did this week. Yeah, oh, they get thirty, but yes. No, I got, I gotta, I gotta go chase here. Man, I really want to go against y'all, but that would be me rooting for Cody, and it, it kind of pains me every time I do that. I know, but every time we, I just don't know how. I just don't see a path for him. I really do. Without Kelsey and Hill, I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm the same. Without them, and then Zach Moss falling off his wagon. That's, that's yeah. Who's he trying to start? Who at tight end? He doesn't have. A he tight doesn't end. have a tight end currently. I mean Zay Jones. He's got people to drop though. He'll find something. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He can. He. I mean, he could drop. You know, it's Cody. He could drop DeAndre Hopkins. He could drop. Uh, <laughs> Are there he, any good receivers? He could drop Alvin Kamara. Um. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going Chase. All right. So Are that's sweep this. That's that's two. That's two that we swept. Um, all right, I get the next one. And let's see here. I'm going to go with – how can I not – how can I not pick Murph against Corbin? I mean, that just sounds like so much fun. See, this guy gets the game. It's. It, I mean, it's. this is two friends – 
that, yeah, they're going to talk all nice and sweet to each other, but deep, deep down, they want the other to suffer. Um, and Murph already gets a matchup like that this week, and he's waiting yeah, until waiting. last to pick it. Um, I don't have to. I can take my sweet time thinking about it. Exactly. And I get yeah. to think about it all week, so that's fun. But anyway, we're talking about Murphy's Law against Fuck Buckerson. Uh, we got Lamar Jackson against Justin Herbert. Um, James Cook and Aaron Jones against Bijan and Josh Jacobs. Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams against Deontay Johnson and Mike Evans. Logan Thomas against Taysom Hill. Um, Jerome Ford against Nico Collins. And then we have McPherson and the Falcons D against Hopkins and the Jets D. Um, this one is very tough. This is very close in projections, very close in average fantasy points per game with Murph at 100.76 and Corbin at 101.1. Um, y'all go first. <laughs> Man, I think it's undervaluing Deonta Johnson for him, and that's got me scared. Because I need a big game out of Lamar, but Herbert is, like, one of the best scoring in the league. Yeah, this one's this one's tough, and I've been looking at it already. Throws me is, is it going to be 13.42 projected Bajon like he is every week, or is it going to be how he's actually been performing where the last five weeks he's hit 12 once? It's probably going to be more of that. Me. Yeah, because like the but, name well, by, by name. But it's against Arizona. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I like, I mean, they gave, they give everybody a tough go, though. And then I do like, I do like both of the bills I have against Denver's defense, James Cook and Diggs. Fuck it. It's, this is the week. I'm back in me. Against Corbin, I'm back in me. You have to. I have to. You have to. I don't. I'm going Corbin. Yeah, um, you do not. <laughs> and and I'll tell you why when looking at it, because it's all very even. Your wide receivers always scare me, but Devontae Adams scares me less and less every week. Yes. Um, Diggs against Denver could blow up. But Jackson against Cleveland, which say what you will, Murph, they have a good defense. Especially against the run, they have a good defense. Look at Jackson's stats against Cleveland. I, I don't know. How I don't, to do no, that that's something so you can't. Yeah, I'm just telling you. <laughs> he, he did score 28 he points eats against them in week against four. Cleveland and the Bengals. The only division rival he does not do well against well, is the I Steelers. That might put my foot in my mouth. But Herbert gets Detroit and hopefully a bounce back game for him. Um, okay. Bijan against Arizona is a hell of a matchup. And. I think you got Evans against Tennessee, which would, could be a shootout. Taysom Hill against Minnesota. They're using Taysom Hill everywhere, everywhere. Um, so yeah, and I'm around putting, the goal line mostly. I'm putting my stock in Corbin. All right, I'm gonna see him. I'm be I'm gonna be hanging out with him on Saturday, so I doubt he he'll be able to stand watching football together on Sunday. I was hoping you were to do the opposite so I could say wild card bitches and say Corbin because I think I agree with you, Anthony. Sweet. I mm. think Taysom Hill, I think, will be the wild card in this one because you just never know what that man's going to do. So I'm doing yeah. Corbin. All right. Murph? Well, my matchup is kind I kind of have to pick. The two of y'all That's true. take do. facing off. I got to take my co-host right here, even though I pick next. I saved it for last. Um, yeah, this will be. It's always fun when we go the up strict against each other versus dad chokes. Um, all right, let's break it down. So for quarterback, of course, Taylor picks me the week that Mahomes is on by. Might actually end up helping me. Trevor Lawrence against C.J. Stroud. Got Christian McCaffrey and Alexander Madison against Saquon Barkley and Gus Edwards. Uh, Jordan Addison and T. Higgins against Amari Cooper and Terry McLaurin. 
Mark Andrews against Trey McBride, and Calvin Ridley against Pittman. And then I've got uh, Cameron Dicker and the Cowboys D going up against Brandon McManus and the Buccaneers D. Taylor's entire bench is on by. And I have no one of note on the bench. Okay, there it is. Wow. <laughs> average is like average <laughs> points for. I have an average I, points of 107.28. Taylor has an average points of 106.87. And I feel like it's an example of the projections. I'm like always projected 90, but my average is 106. This is where I feel like it's deceptive. I feel and like I'm always projected 20 points apart. I'm always projected like 112, and I'm down to 107, and I get beat every week. <laughs> Man, I'm going solely off because this is just a both y'all's players have such horrible matchups. Yes. Lawrence against San Francisco, but I do like that Lawrence is going up against that secondary, so I feel like they have to throw the ball. Freaking McCaffrey, Jacksonville's run defense is legit. Madison, he's going to be getting uh, who's Lattimore or Latimer. That, oh, that yeah, quarterback yeah. for the Saints. T. Higgins, like, I mean, I don't like, like, the Texans' defense, I, I think it's underrated. Andrews is going up against Cleveland. And then for ta- for Taylor, like, C.J. Stroud, that Cincinnati defense is underrated. It's Barkley, but he's going up against that, Dallas. Gus Edwards against Cleveland. Amari um, uh, Cooper, he's going to be getting Marlon Humphrey, blanketing him. Like, it is this is tough, but I think solely on, I think the Jags are going to have to throw the ball against San Francisco, and you have and Anthony, you have Lawrence and Kirk, and then I just think McCaffrey is unstoppable. Yeah, Ridley, sorry. And McCaffrey is unstoppable, yes. And I think, uh, and I think Ridley is, I think I he's like going to threaten myself. the touchdown. No, I think he's going to threaten the total touchdown like record this year, but. I'm going with you. Sorry, Tay. I didn't realize how little, bad little baby Tay Tay doing, as the commercial says. How bad Ridley is doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had such high hopes. Like, yeah, I, I would have picked him too. They had him built up so high. In the yeah, I mean, Lawrence is Lawrence has been kind of garbage. Yeah, Lawrence has been a bust too. Hence, why he was on the waiver wire this week, which is why I'll probably be a loser in next week or next episode's winners and losers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and based on that, I think I'm picking you. Um, oh, man. <laughs> it, it, you got McCaffrey. It, it's kind of bowling down McCaffrey. Uh, Barkley against Dallas. I mean, Murphy kind of teed that up. Uh, Gus Edwards is a touchdown machine lately, so he'll probably rush five times for two yards, but he'll have two touchdowns, which will be all I need. Here's to hoping Lamar gets all the goal line rushes. Yeah, no, don't do that to me. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I think it'll be a close matchup, but I think. McCaffrey's going to put you over. I think on paper, this is one, based on matchups, I should win. I mean, Addison I don't love against New Orleans. Higgins against Houston's not my favorite. McCaffrey, it doesn't matter who you put him up against. The dude would run through a brick wall. But, like, my matchups are rough, but all the game, you know, game schemes or game plans would – favor my team like looking at it this is one i should win barkley against dallas is is tough edwards against cleveland very tough i have the cowboys d up against danny devito in the new york giants yeah. i mean uh, that they, they should score two touchdowns on them right there and for those reasons i'm going with taylor because my team <laughs> will find a way to lose this it's, matchup it's, it's, wild card right. bitches against yourself <laughs> it, it just it, it never fails <laughs> If, I bet you if I go back and look at the, the outlines of the past weeks, okay, every time I go against myself, I'm I'm right because <laughs> it's just inevitable. I'm I'm losing these matchups more times than not. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Taylor. Um Oh, and I wrote Yeah, so hang on, I didn't pick myself. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. Oh shit. You're up. You can either have Out the Ass against Commissioner's Pet or Henson's Carpet Stains against Repent Offenders. Mm, projections are close on Out the Ass. And... Mm-hmm. 
Mistress Pet. Let me take a look at this. Center to buys there. Let's do that one. Let's do Matt versus Drewby. All righty. Quarterbacks, Jared Goff and Will Levis, exactly how we thought it would be at the beginning of the year. Um, running backs, Derek Henry and Javante Williams against Tony Pollard and Kenneth Walker. Wide receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown and Adam Thielen against CeeDee Lamb and Keenan Allen. Njoku versus Kincaid at tight end. DK Metcalf against George Pickens in the flex. And Brandon Aubrey and the Seahawks D versus Matt Gay and the Bills D. Everybody speak at once. Yeah. Well, this one's I go I've gone first a lot. I'll I'll I just gotta look at it, but I'll go. I mean I, I don't see how you you just Matt broke loses. it down. Exactly. It's so frustrating. I'm, I'm reading names, okay? Jeez. Um, I'm not looking at, like, the stats or thinking about it. I'm looking at all the names. Anyway, Pollard, I, I don't – Pollard has been bad, but this has got to be the game he bounces back against a porous New York Giants defense. This should be the game that they get him going. Um, Walker against Washington, great matchup. He's questionable, though. Chest issue. Didn't practice today. That'll suck. There's, um, not, yeah, there's not a lot of info out there. I was trying to see if I can get a better idea, but it's it's just questionable. Yeah. But then what could possibly be, which I thought it was Murph's, but what could possibly be the best wide receiver duo in the league, CeeDee Lamb and Keenan Allen, um, and then Dalton Kincaid against Denver on Monday night. Man, that looks super dangerous. I don't love Will Levis. But I mean, Matt's Matt yeah, has been I, throwing anything at the wall, and everything almost sticks. I mean, the, if you cut he's the seven head and off two. The snake, yeah, like if you cut the quarterbacks out of this, I I just I think other than Amonra, I think it's just still clearly it's clearly Matt. Yeah. Even with Pollard underperforming. Yeah. Uh, I'd disrespect Adam Thielen at number nine. I was going to say, that's where I was going. I'm, I'm sorry, the great white hope, Adam Thielen. But I don't think he's going to get it done. And then I don't really like him having to start pickings. But me saying that, he'll probably go off and the Steelers will beat Green Bay handily and I'll be pissed. So, yeah, i got to go Matt. I didn't realize how bad Metcalf's year has been. Yeah, well, Gino Gino lost his magic from last year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's um, he half wrote back. I mean, it's yeah, it's the same sentiment. It's I mean, Matt just has the the better team. If Walker's out, that's definitely going to hurt because there's no. Hang on, is Connor back this week? Uh, they were officially talking about been, yeah. Officially he might come practicing. back. He's a limited yeah. participant today. You know what? I think I think I did hear that he was he, probably more like the twenty-one day windows open. Right. He's probably not going to start this week. We'll see. Unless there's an option, I guess, if, if that falls through. But yeah, I mean, but I'm he had to go Matt's Yeah, time. he hasn't practiced in weeks though. Yeah. And he didn't Check practice this week. Points. I do love that new feature, but that's that's a wild discrepancy. Yeah, I mean, we're leaving well, out one of the also one of the the big reason or one of the big. Drew just lost to Lil Dan, who didn't even have a player in the wide receiver slot. <laughs> Keep kicking that horse. Well, yeah. it's fine. I like the uh, percentage of correct, like percentage of roster. Like, yeah, that one's cool, too. Um, that one just makes me more angry when I'm like, cool, I'm good at picking the right players. My team just sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, last matchup for this coming up week. Henson's Carpet Stains. Versus repent offenders. Um, this one should also be a good one. Quarterbacks: Joe Burrow against Derek Carr or Geno Smith. I don't know wh- whichever one. Is, I think he shotgunned it last week and put bids in for both, and he got both. Yeah, yeah. he probably doesn't know how it works. Uh, Travis Etienne <laughs> and Rashad White against Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. Uh, Chris Olave and Drake London versus Tyler Lockett and DJ Moore. Kyle Pitts versus Hawkinson. Chuba Hubbard versus Godwin. And looks like he's going to put in group. Is it group A? 
for New Orleans, kicker for New Orleans, and the Browns defense against Youngway Koo and the Steelers I defense. <laughs> I like Group A. Or Grope. Yeah. Could it be Grope? No, that'd be an O. I might call him Grope anyway. Kickers suck. Anyway. That running back matchup between the four. Yeah. It's, that's, that's sick, isn't it? That's a good one. Um, average points I mean, actually has Henson above 109 average points, and he's three and six. So Henson <laughs> Henson's having Henson's it. having yes. the season that I'm having as well. Like it's just it's as frustrating. <laughs> um, and Charlie is somehow 94 percent accurate with his average, but I think that's just because he doesn't really have anyone on his bench to play. Like and he doesn't pick up players. Yeah, so he, like, he doesn't, doesn't spend fab. Um, Henson's still sitting at a 91%, though, so that's not bad, but... I mean, Charlie's only one slot out of the playoffs, so... God, I hate this year. I hate everything about it. Um, man, it's hard to go against Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. Yeah, against uh, New England and And, and ETN too. playing San Fran, like, you know, if, if San Fran... Or if, if Jacksonville has to come from behind... Like, I know they throw E.T. in the ball, too, but... All right, let me, let me but guys, it as, as you're thinking. What if, what if this is the week that Drake London and Kyle Pitts get all the work for Arizona? Kyle Pitts doesn't. <laughs> but E.T.N., 24, 21, 22, 35. That's the last Shit. No matter who, that was New Orleans who had the good D, but the other ones were all easy. But, I mean, that's that's in the 20s. For four straight weeks. Well, and Rashad White's so I, I feel like we're undervaluing ETM. He's a number three running back. Tennessee's still got a good defense, though. You, you you can't run very well on Tennessee's defense. Yeah, but he's also starting Derek Carr. That's, where, could I, so be okay, Gino that's where I was going. Against Washington. Okay, so just as gross. Yeah, I know. I was just throwing in. This is commentary. <laughs> we're podcasting here. Um... You know, I I hate to go with the freaking projections here, but I th- I do think Charlie just has like the higher four, and the I, way it's probably going to go, it's the way it's gone for both these teams this year. They're probably going to score at their floor. I'm going the opposite. I'm going to go Henson because I don't like Carr on the other side, and it pains me to pick anyone with Pitts on their team, but. Uh, literally, I guess since it comes out of that quarterback, I'm going Henson. It's weird how much confidence I have in Josh Dobbs, because I think Hawkinson's going to be his little baby boy, sweet baby blanket. Fuck, I don't know. This is t- <laughs> oh, give me Charlie. Here give we me go. Charlie. I'm the well. Let's go, Charles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we have three matches again. That were three different. Sweeps. Three sweeps. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That was this week's matchups. Um, or this week's coming up matchups. Let's roll on over to our Traver or Travers. Wow. Waivers and trades of the week. Taylor, take it away. This was a very boring waiver week i'm sure y'all saw it was four total of the initial waivers usually we do probably eight plus um so not much to report on that end but our big spenders uh charlie paid 13 dollars for the aforementioned Derek carr uh matt paid 10 dollars for the saints defense both overpriced not really kind of doing winner losers it's just big spenders um but, I mean, they both performed, so no loser. Saints D got 15, so Matt kind of a winner with that. But just kind of overall boring. Uh, winners. This will be repeated, but Mr. Josh. And he got that close win. So good job. Grab that Chargers defense we talked about with all the sacks and the touchdown. 30 points, which actually we mentioned held off Eckler to hold the win. And then Josh also grabbed Ferguson, a tight end who put up 19 while he had, uh, what's his wiener on by? That's the Detroit's guy, right? Laporta. Laporta, yeah. So, one week without Laporta, he grabbed a great pickup. So, well done, Josh. Little Dan, god damn it, Cole Komet. Little Dan jumped on that Komet train. 
grabbed him, put up 20 points, so expect negative two points the next couple weeks, so drop him while you can. So okay, he's got Schultz and Kittle. <laughs> yeah. And then Drew will pick him back up, and then he won't get you. Yeah. So, yeah. The good circle job. of life. You two gents are losers, of course. Anthony's got to be on here. Of course. Yeah. This I spent kinda, money. This is kind of a stretch, but it's kind of fun. Anthony paid $8 for Freeman. Got him three points already off the team, but mostly a loser because Anthony chose to start Freeman for the $8 instead of Slippery Dick Sanders. Why would I play Sanders? He was he was listed as the backup. <laughs> but it comes down to this choice is why you lost. If you would have played Sanders, you would have won. Yeah, well. But it's not the worst loser, so I don't feel too bad. Uh, Drew grabbed Najoku and dropped Schultz. It really wasn't that bad of a pickup because Njoku got 11, but Schultz, who he dropped, put up 22. So that could have helped you. Um, this one's kind of funny because just talking to people throughout, everyone liked Michael Thomas. There were, I think, three bids to get him. Henson paid $6 kind of later in the week to get him. Um, goose egg. Zero catches. Doesn't mean much. He was on his bench. He may do fine, but didn't do shit, so I thought it was funny. And this one's kind of a stretch, but Chase and I actually made the same mistake I did in another league, but Demarcado got hurt for the Cardinals. He grabbed Ingram, thinking, okay, here's another start running back, and he got .8 points. But we know what a clusterfuck that offense was with the rookie quarterback, so I do not blame him. But kind of a boring week. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is sometimes. Um, and then this coming up week was a little bit better, and I thought it would be more boring than than last week. But I, we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, well, I'll probably pre up or pre talk about. I'm going to be a loser next week. I grabbed the Chiefs defense. Yeah, what? I were, I, okay, I, I paid. I did not know they run by, so I had to pick up. Okay, good. Defense. I was going to bring that up because I was like, why the hell did he spend ten dollars? Yeah. On the Chiefs yeah, D, and they're not even on – like – Yeah, I was like, look, I was flipping Very weeks, confused. So I was like, what the fuck? I was like, god damn it, I can't believe I did that. But Yeah. You'll, yeah oh, I will be a loser next week nonetheless. Yeah, well, your wife's putting up Jesus. Christmas. You're already a loser. Um, let's roll on over to our best ball update with Mr. Brandon Murphy. Thank you, Anthony. This week's best ball top scores were – as per usual, Taylor with 161, Charlie with 130, and Corbin scoring 121. So that brings the yearly tally. Taylor far in the lead with 1,200 points even. Chase with uh, 1,087. Anthony with 1,072. Respectable like yourself, sir. This week's matchups... Taylor versus Josh, the strict Tater brutalized Josh, 161 to 111. Taylor got 50 from Young Phenom, CJ Stroud, and 20 from Taysom, the goal line utility knife, Hill. Charlie versus Matt, Charlie made light work of Matt, 130 to 83. Charlie's posse was led by Dak and CD, the pair of Cowboys wrangled 55 points for the boss man. Corbin versus Anthony Gooch Lice infested best balls or meatballs 121 100 to nine, or into 109 Jalen Hurts 30 points for Anthony was the only player over 12 for BBMB while Corbin's team grinded out a top 3 performance Me and Drew Drew's QBs didn't even get on the bus for the game and I cruised to a 108 to 60 lead by Rashad White's uh, 26 Chase versus Britt. Chase paddled Britt's behind 107 to 66 with 20 plus point efforts from Schultz and Joe Burp. Henson versus Cody. 69 points wasn't enough to take down Henson and Deshaun's 23. Henson and his QB had time for a massage as they coast to the nastiest win of the this <laughs> nastiest win of the week, 95 to 69. Uh, sorry, Teddy, got me. Anyways, this week's best ball standings are as follows: the pullout champ leading the way at one, eight to eight and one, Goochlice at seven and two, best balls out the ass at seven and two as well, Team Spates at six and three, Team Chuck Nasty at five and four, best balls or meatballs at four and five, Murphy's Law best balls at four and five. Josh at four and five, Masturbators at three and six, <laughs> Mud Butts at three and six, Refresh and Depression at two and seven, and Team Crower at one and eight. Cody bringing up the rear. 
And that's this week's best ball breakdown. Nice. That was that Thank was you. a solid segment. I enjoyed that. Yeah, some good zingers in there. Yeah, I tried to keep it tight, and that helped a lot. Yeah. That was great. All right, boys. Well, we did it. Another week down. Want to thank all of our fantastic listeners for joining us. Um, We look forward to having you again next week. Thank you again to our wonderful sponsor, who may or may not be asleep already. And thank you to Taylor. Thank you to Murph. I am Anthony, and we will see you all next week. 